This is Agents Influence Podcast. When I think of practicality, I want to go home from an event and I want to be able to go back the next day and put something into action. It has to do with the fact that I want conferences, I want speakers, I want consultants that are agents and who can help me. Just like my boy Chris Langill says, it's about putting premium on the books. Not next month, not six months from now, and not a year from now. And so that's why I think I have to let you know is there was great practicality and there was great high level. I'm Jason Cass and we're going to help you think differently. Change your agency. Change your finances. Change your family. So to all you loyal listeners out there, I have a question. Are you a cow or are you a buffalo? What do I mean by that? What's amazing is, is as the cows are grazing in the pasture and they may see a storm coming over the horizon, these cows, ironically enough, will run from the storm. They really will. They will run from the storm. And what's amazing is, is that they never get They never outrun the storm. So not only do they never outrun the storm, but they also, when the storm catches them, they stay in the storm longer because they keep running. Now here's what's an interesting thing is if you're a buffalo, buffaloes do exactly the opposite. If they're they're grazing out in the pasture or out on the prairie and they see a storm coming over the horizon, they actually get in a herd and run towards the storm. Now, I really find that amazing when I hear that because not only do they run towards the storm, but they actually get to the storm quicker and they get through the storm quicker because they're running towards it. They're running head on into it. They're being proactive and not reactive as the cows are. That story was told to me by Brent Kelly at Elevate 17. He told that to the class, and uh, I've heard Brent tell tell a lot of stories, and I've heard him say a lot of unbelievably brilliant things. I've had him work with my staff here at my agency. I've had him work um, with some of my producers. I've even had him work one-on-one with me to try and adjust and help the things that he deals with. He deals with influence and being a leader. And what was amazing about that story is it really just rung true to me because you're either one or the other. You're not the one who sits there. You're either running away from the storm or you're running to the storm. And here's the deal. Even if you are sitting still, the storm's still coming to you. So you have to realize that. You're going to have to do one or the other because sitting still is not going to do any good and running is not going to do any good. The storm is going to come. Meet it head on. Uh, Kudos to you for Brent. So that was just some of the great stuff that we encountered at Elevate. And it was a fantastic time. Uh, You'll hear me say this a couple times, hopefully, but it wasn't the event that was great. It was the people there. Yeah, Ryan Hanley, who is the senior vice president of marketing who put on Elevate with him and his talented crew of Sydney Rowe and just everybody there. Seems like they had TrustedChoice.com people everywhere. 
But the thing about it is, is you're seeing Ryan even share some articles and other people share some articles that relate to not how great the event was or how great the speakers were or how great the agents were who spoke, but necessarily it was how great the people were inside those classes, outside those classes, in the dinner settings, in the reception settings, because see, we were surrounded by people who are doers, doers. That's what I told Ryan. I said, Ryan, I've been to a lot of conferences. And as you guys know, I speak probably anywhere from 10 to 15 times a year. And I go to a lot of these conferences, whether it be the PIA, whether it be the big eye, whether it be for an insurance company doing it for their marketing reps, their, their, their uh, executives, no matter who it can be. And I go to a lot of these things and I notice that they pride themselves on having these awesome speakers and consultants. Now, I'm not going to go down that road because you guys already understand that I think that's a waste of time. I'm not going there. But it really was magnified when we saw the 300 people who were at Elevate because it was exciting for us all to um, get that education, get that knowledge, get that insight, get that advice from other agents and consultants. But it was more after it was over and the 30 minute, that's another thing about Elevate. You know, at these normal conferences, you get like 10 minutes of a break. And like when you're really busy and you're writing insurance, like all of us are, you're thinking to yourself like, yeah, right. This isn't even doable. Like I can't do anything in 10 minutes. So Hanley and them, knowing how agents are, they gave you 30 minute breaks. And what was amazing was, is the conversations that happened there. Now, I'm not against anybody who's old in this industry or young in this industry. But I find it as you have the energy of a young person. Because I think you could have energy as a veteran insurance agent. I really think you can. Um, but you almost have to have a paradigm switch. You almost have to have a total mind shift. Because you're so raw and so new at the beginning that your mind is so open to the creativity of making yourself a better entrepreneur, making yourself wiser when it comes to dealing with your family and finances, making yourself stronger when it comes to personal growth, and also understanding the trial and tribulations that you're going through, so many other agents are going through or have gone through or are about to go through. So see, in that situation, not only can you connect with somebody because they're going through it, but you can learn from them because they went through it. But you can also help that other person who you see starting to go down those same paths. And so that's why Elevate was great. It was the energy of the people. And shameless self-promotion I can, but I'm comparing. I truly believe that that's why Grow is what Grow Lab 17 is. Because keep in mind, like these little 30 minute um, breaks that we have here at Elevate. No, 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 no. These are like six hour breaks a day because we're all going to be in the room. We're all going to be sharing information, breaking for 30 minutes, grabbing some conversation more on a deep level, bringing it back in. I mean, picture people say to me, what does this look like? Picture two rooms, 50 people in each of them. Picture one room that holds 100. And we're going to have literally mediators who are going to be going through and creating topics that could be, we're going to be um, soliciting questions from agents out there. We're going to be, uh, so that we can use those, we're going to have agents actually run some of the sessions. Now, that doesn't mean they're sitting up there talking. No, that means they're a moderator who's asking questions. 
We've gotten three speakers and consultants who are going to be in the crowd for two days, who are going to be doing nothing. So you're not going to go see these people on a stage and then they disappear and you never see them again. No, they're going to be in the crowd for two days. They're going to be at dinner with you. They're going to be at networking association events. We feel as if we're doing everything different than any other um, a conference. Uh, with that said, Elevate was pretty unique, and I can't get into a lot of the things because you know you just you can't explain to somebody that Hanley opened up the event with 47 gifts. I was also told they're called gifs by 47 gifs that had to do with Star Wars. He put together his whole opening statements based on these little four to five second gifs. It was one of the most genius things I've seen. And it doesn't surprise me because Ryan has always had these thoughts. Ryan has always had these ideas. Ryan has always had this skill to help you and I in ways we couldn't even see. But one of the things he's lacked is time and manpower. And he has surrounded himself with a team at trustedchoice.com that I'm telling you right now is second to none. And I told him, I said, you may want to watch a couple of these people because Coca-Cola or some big name brand finds out about Sydney Rowe, boom, she's making more money than you and I, Laurel listeners, because she is a talented individual. And that was just the people that you were surrounded with. Not only, as I said, Brent Kelly was there from our mastermind. Jeff Roy was was spoke um, from our mastermind. Uh, Chris Langeal from Advisors Evolved spoke at our uh, spoke. He's part of our mastermind. Um, we also had Aaron Nutting and Nicholas Ayers. If you don't know Aaron Nutting, go up look up ArizonaWeddingInsurance.com. One of the most fantastic branding programs. She was actually on the program on the podcast. I want to say a year and a half, two years ago. Um, when I think it was the young and amazing young agent or something like that. Uh, she was on here. Also, Nicholas Ayers was there. Uh, Nicholas is the insurance chef. And if you've really ever went um, and you've went to his videos on I-80 Insurance, uh, you'd figure out that like he's completely different. And he has, literally, he writes restaurants and anything that has to do with food because he uh, loves food. And uh, not only does he write everything that has to do about that, but he actually acts it out and literally becomes an insurance chef to be able to create that persona, to create that niche that allows people to realize, hey, this guy's in insurance. Because keep in mind, and I'm going to talk to you about it in a minute, we are not insurance agents. We are not insurance professionals. What we are is we are marketers and insurance happens to be our weapon of choice. Keep that in mind. Okay. When you start to think that you're an insurance agent, that's fine. You are, but you're not going to be in the future because you're going to be out of a bit out of a job. You are a marketing professional who happens to use insurance as the weapon of choice. Keep that in mind. I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on that. And when we talk about that a little bit more, also when we talk about uh, we talk about uh, some of these speakers. So the thing that's great about Brent Kelly is he is practical. He used to be an insurance agent for 15 years or 13 or 12, somewhere around there. And then he went into BizGrizz because he really felt as if he had a passion for helping people become uh, leaders to show them how to create influence, which by the way, I'm thinking of Brent and I are thinking about writing a book about influence because here's why. If relationships are the key to the future, which we know they are, then influence is the most important thing you can have. Okay, keep that in mind. And we're going to write a book about that, Brent, uh, Brent and I are. But here's the one thing. When it comes to Jeff Roy, Jeff Roy's an insurance agent from Excalibur Insurance Agency out of Canada. Can't remember exactly what town it is in Canada. But my point is, is this is a real agent. 
That's why I got to see a lot of people and I was wowed in different areas, okay? Once again. But when I I like the agent sessions and the reason I like the agent sessions is because they're practical and they're real. With that said, I'm just going to tell you my personal opinion. Now, I am speaking with Aaron Nutting later this year um, in uh, Pensacola, Florida, actually, I think on the 28th and 29th of July, something like that. So if you're going to be in the area, please stop by, uh, come on over. I'd love to have you. Aaron Nutting and I are going to be speaking. The one difference is between Aaron and I, because Aaron is an agent and she is a rock star agent and she is like killing it in Arizona. And I, I'm telling you, like I, there's very few agents that are doing what Aaron Nutting's doing and she's that electric. She really is every bit of the energy and of the words uh, that I'm telling you right now. She, she's it with capital letters. The one thing I take away from Aaron and I take away from Nicholas, not I say take away because it's not something I'm going to take away like for my agency, but something I want you to understand. The difference between I find in the reason of practicality and also in things that you can just do, I think there's two different methods there. When I think of practicality, I want to go home from an event And I want to be able to go back the next day and put something into action. At least if not in the first day, maybe the second or third day. And that's what we all do, first of all. We all say that we go to conferences and we go to a lot because if we could just get one idea that changes our agency, it'll be all worth it. That's great. But you go to 10 conferences a year. There's no way you're taking one back from any one of them. Maybe one of them out of the 10s. You're saying, hey, I got to go to all 10 so I figure out which one I like and what was the idea. I get it. But when it comes to Nicholas and Aaron, I want to talk specifically about them. First of all, there's nobody, no two people more talented in the marketing arena than these two. But when you are seeing them actually at an event, my question is, and this is what Elevate was so wrong to them. They only had 30 minutes to speak at Elevate. 30. There is no way Aaron Nutting or Nicholas Ayer can tell their genius in 30 minutes. I don't even know how they do it in two hours. I mean, because it's that awesome. But my point of this is, is can I take what Nicholas teaches me and can I take what Aaron teaches me and can I put that to use today? Can I put that to use when I get back? How long is it going to take me to create ROI for that? How much money am I going to spend in the meantime before that starts to pour in? Does my personality suit what they're trying to do and the personas they're creating? Am I able to operate on video? How do I edit the video? How do I edit the audio? How do I make the audio sound better? What if people aren't going to like it? How do I get the video out? How do I come up with this idea? Where do I find my prospects? How do I handle that business differently than my other workflows? These are all the questions that we have answers to. I'm sorry, excuse me. These are all the questions that we want answers to because those questions are how we actually get practical and write business and put it on the books the day after the event. I love you guys to death. I do. You know I love you, loyal listeners. I, I learn a lot from you. You learn a lot from me. But I'm just going to be real with you because, see, that's the problem. That's why, that's why half the industry likes me and the other half doesn't because I'm real. I don't think you can get and you can call what some of these agents are teaching out there as practicality. It's a long run game. 
for you to become the insurance chef or for you to become Arizona Wedding Insurance and get known off that and be able to build your 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 marketing and your advertising, your persona and your brand and get it out there and really just literally bear down and get it done. Can you do it? You're darn right you can do it. And how are you going to learn? You need to learn from Aaron Nutting and you need to learn from Nicholas Ayers because they are two of the best in the industry. Hanley can't even hold them and you know how much I think highly of Hanley. But my point is, you can't do it. Very unlikely. Let's be honest. Like Whenever I speak, they say anywhere from 1% to 3% of the people will take something back that I said and actually um, and put it in, in place. That may be a workflow. That may be a procedure. That may be a marketing or advertising tactic. And most of them still don't do it. How in the world are you going to go back and try to create a persona as something as the insurance chef? to be able to study and all those different things that I just said, it is going to take you weeks, if not months. And then there's even those people, and Nicholas is one of them, who will, when you see Nicholas's video, you will be blown away by his video skills. His video skills are absolutely phenomenal. Some of the best I've seen ever. But he has this notion that you can do that. And that's not true. It's just not. I mean, and, and, and it's not that he's lying because he really believes this in his head. Um, but as I'm sitting there listening to him to elevate, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I'll be honest with you. I, I've probably left at the 20, 25 minute mark. Number one, I follow Nicholas. I know a lot about him. But what I was really curious is that I wanted to get out in the hallway. I wanted to get out in the meeting space and I wanted to talk to people about how practical this is or how likely are they are to do this. And I asked people about this on every session. And it was really amazing the pushback that I got from Aaron and Nicholas. Now, I was on their side saying that this can be done if you have the money, which us insurance agency owners do. You can hire a video, an editor, you can do a lot of that stuff. But at the end of the day, we're right in business. I'm really getting sick and tired of the people who are saying, uh, well, I'm an insurance agent, but I have time to do this, this, and this, and this. No, you don't. I mean, I'm being serious. I write blogs. That's because I pay somebody to write the blog for me, and then I edit it to make it more customized for me. That's what I do. And then Joey goes over it with his genius and then makes it and goes out to the grow team and they make it go live. I don't have time to, 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 to blog. Now, a lot of people say, well, because you're not making it a priority. Listen to me. Listen. I get leads off my blogs. I go to the local basketball game or when I'm coaching baseball and I'll have people come up to me and tell me that they saw my video and ask me questions about it or critique it at how great they thought it was or how it was informative. How many times are you running an ad or an advertisement somewhere and people are literally coming up to you and saying, hey, I saw it and it was great. That's the kind of stuff I get off feedback from my blogs or from my videos and from my audio. I just don't have time to do it all the time. I'm writing business. I'm doing things. I mean, it's it's. It, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. I don't care. If you're training agents and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, there's no way you can do a lot of this stuff that has to be done. Um, it, it, and don't get me wrong. Let me say this. It's not that it, it's impossible. It's not that you don't have enough time. My point of this is, is this is nothing negative towards Aaron or towards Nicholas or towards our industry or towards anything. It has to do with the fact that I want conferences, I want speakers, I want consultants that are agents and who can help me. Just like my boy Chris Langill says, it's about putting premium on the books. Not next month, 
not six months from now and not a year from now. Now, do I need to be doing the things that are going to be the long-term game to get me there? Yes, that's why I blog. That's why I do what I do so that I can build that Google juice and I don't have to prospect as much. Because yes, I still cold call. Majority of what I do is cold calls. So all you people out there that think that cold calling's dead, you're wrong. And that's why I'm selling more than you because you're not cold calling. It's just the way it is. And so I don't think that any of those agents are wrong. I just need something that puts book premium on the books now. And I just got to say, I have to tell you that I did bring some back. Travis and I decided, uh, Travis flew into South or from South Carolina into Milwaukee. I drove to Milwaukee, stopped in Chicago, saw some clients, spent the night in Chicago, drove up to Milwaukee, was there for two days. Travis and I drove home. And for the six hours we were driving home, we talked nothing about what would be that one thing. And I have to tell you that I think that Travis and I discussed about how we need to do this after every conference because it wasn't just, oh, we'll have a owner's meeting in a week or two. As you guys know, we have them on 730s on Fridays. Oh, we'll talk about that then because guess what? We didn't have it last week because we were so busy from game being gone for Elevate. So now we're going to have it this week. And guess what? We've already lost half the stuff. But here was the key. In the first six hours of driving home, We decided that blogging would be something we would go all into and not just blogging, but blogging for niches. So I've taken senior services. He's taken contractors and doctors, and I've taken senior services and railroad contractors. And we are going to create separate websites. We're getting separate logos, separate branding, and we are going all out in the state of Illinois and moving to other states because it's the future. It's the now be honest with you, I've been talking about this since 2010 and 2011 and Joey and Ryan Hanley longer. It's the now and it's, and it is what it is. And so that's why I think I have to let you know, the most important thing that I got away from that was, is there was great practicality and there was great high level. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk calls it in the clouds or in the dirt. There was a lot of in the clouds. I don't know how much we really got into the dirt. I think like, 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 you know, there's grass in, and like the grass is like two, three inches tall, and then and the roots are in the dirt. I think like we got to like the top of the grass. Okay, we didn't get in the dirt, but we weren't up in the sky, we weren't in the clouds, we weren't up of a very high elevation. But I don't think we got in the dirt. It's not a complete opposite for Grow Lab 2017 because it's not. But I'm just going to tell you, and if you don't like it, don't sign up. But majority of it's in the dirt. We may be on the top of the grass, but very, very rarely are we going to be in the clouds. And it's about dirt work. It's about getting dirty. It's about understanding what agents are doing inside their agencies. You're going to hear from agents when you come, and you're going to hear from them on the podcast who have told me that they've literally saved fifteen to $20,000 and expenses from things that they've learned from other agents at Grow Lab 2016. What does that mean? That means that they were able to cut back their staff. That means that they, as they grew, they didn't grow in staff. They got marble box. That means that they took their phone bill down from six, seven hundred dollars a month, or five hundred, whatever it is, to two hundred dollars a month, where they get the pop up, where they have, uh, where they're using real time, where they got the phone recordings. They've, they're using rocket referrals, where they're starting to get more uh, referrals. They're cutting 
cutting down on their advertising. They're starting to use social and digital media. They're knowing what their cost per click is because Jeff Roy's a genius at that. They're creating welcome packets. Overall, they're creating a customer experience, not from what a consultant says, not from what a speaker says, not from an agent who's not necessarily creating the customer experience. They're just creating a really cool brand and then they create the customer experience. For us, for all of us normal agents who are living real and are going to be living for the rest of our life, actually as a normal agent, maybe with a couple niches, it's real. It's real. It's in the dirt. And that's what Grow Lab 2017 is. Now, one of the other things that I wanted you to, uh, uh, that I wanted you to realize about Elevate was something that I had dealt with when it came to Marcus Sheridan. And the thing with Marcus Sheridan, if you've never seen Marcus Sheridan, please go see Marcus Sheridan. And the reason why I say that is because he is a fabulous speaker, but he also really, really gets your brain going and making you think about different things. I'm going to hit this kind of quickly. If you guys were at Elevate, you probably already know this, but uh, if you want to help me chime in, I mean, you really can't because this is recorded, but just act like you're telling me what's right or wrong. And if you want, hit me at Jason at growprogram.com or Jason underscore grow on Twitter. Um, But here was what is amazing. He put up a statistic, uh, 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 Marcus Sheridan did, and he said 70%. 70% at the moment of truth. And the moment of truth is when the person calls you. And when your client or your prospect calls you, 70%, what represents that 70%? Do you have any idea? 70% has to do with the fact that the prospect has already made 70% of the buying decision. 70% of their decision to buy has already been made, has already been made in their head. Now that's phenomenal because we definitely know that that's increased. Okay. We definitely know that back in 2010 or back, you know, in, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, that that wasn't that much. They didn't have the advice. If you had some advice that you needed to know or some information you needed about insurance, you had to call your insurance agent. You just trusted them. But if somebody else told you something different, I mean, you may already had that decision or may not have that decision based in your head. Jim may have told you, hey, go talk to Sue Ellen, the insurance agent down the road, but you had no real way to go and investigate them to find out for yourself. So when you call them on the phone, you were starting from, from, from the ground level of, do I like this person? Can they help me? You really just didn't know. Today, that's opposite. Today, it's 70% of that buying decision is made before they pick up the phone to call you. And let me ask you a question. Do you think that that number is going to go up or do you think that number is going to go down? Exactly. That number is going to continue to go up. So what does that mean for you? That means when you pick up the phone, 70% of them thinking about buying from you and or what they need and or the advice they're getting from you, they already know. Well, then why are they calling you? Usually because they've already made, they've already done their research, they've already done their reviews, and now they've settled upon you're probably the person that can help them with their solution. Let me give you another slide that I saw that I thought was amazing. Listen to this. 83% of U.S. consumers prefer dealing with human beings over digital channels. One more time. 83% of U.S. consumers prefer dealing with human beings over digital channels. If I'm correct, it was Forrester Research that did this. Very, very good company. 
83% of U.S. consumers prefer dealing with human beings over digital channels. So what the heck then? Why is not everybody just buying from us and how is Geico even still in business? Check this one out. 77% of U.S. consumers prefer dealing with human beings over digital channels to get advice. Now, see, I thought that was amazing because when you look at 77% of U.S. consumers um, prefer dealing with human beings over digital channels to get advice, what was amazing is, is I think that that would be complete opposite because we have looked at a lot of statistics that have shown that you go out and get advice, your consumer goes out and gets advice, you your consumer goes out, looks at reviews, your consumer goes out and looks for the information they need, looks up who you are in your community, what the story of your agency is, and then they make that call. So I would think that dealing with digital channels, now they they prefer it to get it advice, they prefer it less. So they want to deal with the human less when they're getting advice, but they want to deal with them more when they're actually consuming or purchasing. It's a very, very, very big key. Why is that a big key? That's a big key because we need to understand something. And this is what Marcus said, and this was an eye-opening experience to me. He said, whenever a company, we have a marketing department and we have a sales department. Let's just say that those are two main departments. Every time sales um, or revenue is tight and you need to increase revenue, what usually happens? Which department usually gets cut first? The marketing department. And which department usually gets kind of thrown all the money to upgrade and to get going? The sales department. Now, if you look at exactly what I just said there, 70% of the buying decision is made before they call you. So that means that 70% of it of it is over, and your last 30% is pretty much riding on your sales and mainly what that other 70% was that made them base the decision for you or somebody else. So if you really look at it, when things start to get tough, it actually needs to be the sales department that gets cut and the marketing department that gets raised. That's pretty backwards, isn't it? No, it's not backwards. The way that you and I do it is backwards. Because see, you hear me say it all the time. Here we go, running our business like an agency and not an agency like a business. This is one of those things I'm talking about. But to be honest with you, this is how regular businesses do this. But not anymore. It's starting to change. That's why when you're starting to see layoffs come, you're not seeing them from these big corporations. You're seeing them more in the sales and the service department because they know that 70% or more of that buying decision is made before. So if I told you, forget it, I'm not going to keep going on with that. But what I want you to know is that that is a very important thing. How's your marketing look? What's your marketing plan for 2017, 2018? Mine looks like crap. Mine is nothing more than, hey, I think we should do this and do this. I have it written down, but I don't have a structure to it like I need to. You got to go to Elevate. You got to go to Grow Lab 2017 to sit down with people this and open up your mind. Because here's the thing that I'm going to just drive this home. How many of you guys have kids or grandkids? That what they do, they're between 8 to 14, 16, whatever they could possibly be, probably 4 to 16. And they watch YouTube all day. 
They watch YouTube all day. That's what they do. Marcus Sharonin said that when he was selling pools, he's now going to be one of the largest pool sellers or distributors and manufacturers in the world within the next five years. This guy literally created a pool company in a down market in 07. Well, didn't create it, but made it ramp up in sales when everybody else was falling due to this. Do you know that majority of the people that buy from him have went over to 30 pages on his website? He's looked at the analytics, and if someone looks at over 30 pages of his website, he has an unbelievable amount. I think it was 80, 85% chance of actually closing them. If they use under, then it's like 30, 40% if they view under 30 pages. Amazing. He has like 900 and some odd pages on his website. Seriously, it's unbelievable. If you haven't seen him, you got to go see him. But here's what he said. He said back in 06 and 07, whenever he would show up to the door and he would knock on the door, he would hear little Susie say, Mom, Dad, someone's here at the door. Around 08 or 09 when he'd knock at the door, he noticed he'd start to hear, Hey, Mom, Dad, the pool guy's here. thought that was pretty cool. And he said, but really what got him was, he goes to knock and he hears little Johnny say, Hey, Mom, Marcus is here. How would you like that? How would you like to be walking into those brand new businesses that you've never spoke to before, but yet they know you? How would you like to be sitting down and talking to that client who knows pretty much everything about you and you don't know anything about them? And that's okay. That's why you're there. But how much friendlier is it? How much more warm is it when that person actually knows you before you know them. Remember when I was talking about those kids who are on YouTube? Here's what's amazing. My son is always on. He's got this guy called the Crazy Russian. They do like life hacks and all this stuff. My son would buy anything from that guy. Because why? Because my son has had a face-to-face meeting with him. And that Russian has no idea who my son is. Think about that. Think about that. In 2019, over 85% of all content consumed will be video. Are you there? Are you allowing people to have face-to-face conversations with you? Because would you not agree that if someone has had a face-to-face conversation with you, they probably like, know, or trust you a little bit more, probably more likely to make the sale. Maybe they're probably 70% already through the buying decision. Do you see the upper hand I have on you? Do you see the upper hand that your competition is creating? That's part of the customer experience. Knowing the person before you've met them. Having them assume what your problem and your question is before you even asked. That is what the customer experience of 2018, 2019, and the future is going to be. 70% of the buying decision is being made before they call. And your consumers are having a face-to-face meeting with clients or with other agents, are they having that with you? I want you to think about that. Big time stuff. I also want to talk to you about Ted Devine, but I can't really go on anymore other than Ted Devine is with Insurion. They are one of the largest brokers. They claim to be independent agents. I've got to tell you, you've got to, if you hear about Ted Devine, I'm trying to get this guy on the podcast, but he has an ego bigger than Texas and everything's bigger in Texas except for Ted Devine's ego. This guy has an agency in Chicago. He has over 50 screens. He calls things pucks. That's leads coming in. They're binding like 20 to $30 million a week in small commercial 
because you don't want it and I don't want the five to ten thousand dollar accounts so he's going after it guys I cannot tell you this is the most 100% most digital agency I've ever seen in my entire life. Their name is Insurion. Go onto their website and get a quote. You'll see how phenomenal it is. Let me just give you a couple things. You remember how I tell you that um, in the future we will have a circus with no animals and the animals will be the insurance companies. You remember me saying that? God, I've only said it a million times and it's even in my book. Go to insuranceforeplay.com and you can find my book, insuranceforeplay.com. But here's the thing. The companies are the animals, and I got proved right again. Uh, I got proved right by what Tom, Ted Devine said. He did an actual call where where he called in to his business, and they had a, pl- a person who answers it. The sp- when he answers, the person at his business answers it. The spring the um, the screen gets split in half. As the person is talking to the person at the agency, it is recording and and writing out in text everything it's saying. At the same time, there's an algorithm, a chatbot, AI, artificial intelligence, that is reading that whole chat stream, and on the other half of the screen is pulling up everything that would pertain to that type of account. This person was calling in for a general liability contractor's quote, okay? And boom, it was showing them Hartford um, was the companies that would write it or these other companies. And then after, as the person's talking and saying, well, we do this type of work and we do this and it's recording it, the chat box is like, nope, 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 it's not Travelers anymore. It's Hartford that's the best or it's this company or that. And then once the person who's on the phone at the agency decides and the computer says, hey, Hartford's going to be the best best fit for this. They click on Hartford and now it starts bringing up all the underwriting questions. Now this is literally happening in the first like minute or two that of what this is going on. And as it's bringing all the underwriting questions, literally it's telling them in their screen and saying, Hey, you can bind this and boom, they bind it. Bam certificates out. They have, um, uh, HR, uh, compliance and everything. It's, 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 I gotta be honest with you. It's a way more professional and a more in-depth call than we do here at the insurance Alliance. So you gotta be honest if you're going to ever get back better. And I'm trying to be honest right now. I think everybody in that, in that room was blown away by what they saw. But here's my point. Ted said something that I thought, aha, here's what he said. He said, we don't need the insurance companies. We never go to Hartford's system. It's exactly what he said. We never go to Hartford's system. Why? Because they know everything that Hartford knows. They literally took their policy forms. They've taken all their underwriting criteria and everything and brought it right into a computer, recreated it, and the computer is three times faster and a lot smarter than any of our companies. I was sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, give me this program. Like, I want this program. And then I started thinking to myself, okay, if you can't give me the program, like, <laughs> at least give it to my co- my companies. So like I can call into my underwriter and say, hey, I have this contractor and here's what they do and do, do, do. And she just doesn't say yes or no because it's her gut feeling. Or she doesn't say, let me go talk to my manager who cannot explain the risk as much as I can. If I, you know, if, if, if other people could explain insurance, brochures would put the agent out of business. Seriously, brochures would put the agent out of business. You need the agent because we're upfront underwriters. We know the account. We know the person. We know the exposure. We know the certain circumstances that could create a risk. And we're telling you that on the phone. But you have a gut feeling based off something else that happened in the past. 
they're not even going to the insurance companies. They're not calling an underwriter. They're not going to the insurance company's website to rate it up or to see what the underwriting guidelines are or the market appetite is because that market appetite's a bunch of junk anyways. They tell you they like everything just so you go quote it and then they go, oh, I'm sorry, we don't like that. How many also times do you have these companies go, well, we'll be able to tell if you'll write it or not. I need you to go put the quote in the system. Are you serious? Like, what? What planet are these people from? Are you serious? So you want me to spend 30 minutes to put something in a system for you to look at it for five seconds and go, eh, maybe not. Or, eh, let me go talk to my my boss. Just quit it. That's so silly. It's ridiculous. And all it does is just make us mad. And all we do is hear that and we think this company has no idea what we're doing. I'm not going to do business with this company. That's what happens. So that's just, that's, that's a freebie for you. But that's what I'm talking about. Think about that. All you need is the insurance companies to actually cover the risk. You don't need them to underwrite. You don't need them for IT. You don't need them for artificial intelligence. You don't need them to know what endorsements can be going on and what coverages are there. You don't need them to know what the exclusions are. You don't need them to know if the, if the market fits the appetite or the appetite fits the market. You don't need to know any of that. Because it's already in the system and the, and the computer is literally going along as the conversation is, giving that person the information to answer those questions and give them the advice to get it wrapped up and bound because that's all they want. They have a problem and they're looking for you to come up with the solution. It's not rocket science. Ted Devine was absolutely amazing. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, he'll blow your mind. Like you will literally sit there and say to yourself, I have never had a speaker like this before. I mean, the dude is, I mean, he's a good guy. Do not get me wrong. I'm glad he's in the industry, but I mean, he's like, he's, he's, he, he's half crazy. I mean, and I don't know that cause I don't personally know the guy, but I seen him on stage for an hour. And I mean, I was looking around like laughing going, is this guy for real? But you know why he's half crazy? Cause he's excited that he got it figured out. He got it figured out. And how did he do it? He went and hired the best people and he paid them the most amount of money. And he'll tell you that. And he's been doing this for five years and they're getting it more and more and more and more figured out. Now, I will tell you where there's probably a little bit of rub in the road. No one wants to say this, but this is what CastDog does. Um, they're right now with the Big Eye, which owns TrustedChoice.com. Uh, there's a big push by the Big Eye members who are saying that Insurion is actually not an independent agent because they're VC capital, capital backed and that they're so conglomerate and such a huge that they're not an independent agent. And so the TrustedChoice.com and a lot of the Big Eye is pushing back saying, hey, wait a minute, they are an independent, blah, 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 because see, Trusted Choice is selling them leads after five and six o'clock because it's a business decision. You know, Chip's a smart guy, the CEO. Chip's sitting there thinking, hey, I got 100 leads coming in a night and I have no independent agencies open, but I got someone who is open who's willing to buy these leads. Fantastic. Sounds like a great deal. The problem with it is, is a lot of the big eye members see Insurion as a competitor and not as a colleague. And that's a problem. Now, it's not for me and it's not for a lot of people. Well, let me say it. It is a lot for a lot of people. Now, the big eye has really been pushing out there that they're not competition and they're not a competitor. Now, I'm just going to tell you because this is what was said. But as he was walking across the stage, he said, we get more leads than most people. Actually, our number one competitor is TrustedChoice.com. Chip knows that. 
If you listen to the recording, because all these things were recorded, oh, that's another idea. You need to listen to the recording. You're going to hear him say that exact thing. Our closest competitor is trustedchoice.com. Chip knows that. You know what? I think he misspoke because I know that Chip and trustedchoice.com is all for the independent insurance agent. I don't know Ted Devine, but I know Chip. I know Ryan Hanley. I know Marty Agather. I know Sidney Rowe. Those people are for you and I. I do not think that they would be supporting a competitor. Matter of fact, I know they would not be supporting a competitor. But it's a pretty blurry line right now. It's a pretty blurry line. If Insurion can help you and I get to where we need to get to, then let them in because it's all about the consumer and it's not about you. It's not about I. It's not about the big I. It's not about the agent or the company. It's about the consumer. And one thing I think Todd's talking, or excuse me, Ted's talking about is that he's going to find, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 agencies. I heard 60, but I thought I heard him say less. I heard somebody else tell me 60, but I think he said less. Um, that he's going to reach out to these agencies and just plug them right into his system. And boom, you're off and running. It, it, I'm telling you, you see this guy. I would drive three, four, five hours to go see this guy speak for an hour. I really would. Not because he's like the most, I mean, he is a little bit wild. I mean, Joey even said that he felt as if somebody probably needed to sign a waiver before they actually heard this guy talk. I'm serious. That's what Joey said. I mean, the guy is wild. The guy was really, really wild, but he's got it figured out. Guys, that's all I got for you. Elevate 17 was a fantastic time. There's people I got to see from Virginia that I never get to see. And I was so happy to see them. There was people that I saw from all over America. And uh, I, I'm happy to see you. I've been so busy lately. I haven't been able to get out there and get around. But uh, I'm, I'm starting to do it now. So I asked that if you were at Elevate or if you missed Elevate, learn the things that you're learning now. Learn the things that you learned at Elevate and bring them to Grow Lab 2017 where we are literally going to be 20, it's just going to be awesome and it's going to be in the dirt and right above the grass because that's what we got to do. That's what we've got to learn. We got to get there. The consumer demands it and your family is expecting it on your paycheck. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I am going to tell the world what you have to say because this has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast and we are And so they told me, Jason, Grow Lab 2016 was instrumental in me changing the paradigm and the way I see my agency, my consumer, and the industry as a whole. Jason, as a sponsor, you can charge us double next time and we're coming so that we can form some more relationships with the type of agent that comes to this event. Jason, it was unbelievable there were no speakers and there were no consultants and not a ton of vendors around bothering you. It was actually agents talking with other agents and learning the whole time. I wonder what you're going to say after you attend Grow Lab 2017.